Hi everyone, my name is Natalie Ledwell and this is The Inspiration Show. So I want to make sure that if you're watching this show, um, before we get into, before, <laughs> before I introduce my amazing guest today, I want to make sure that if you are watching this show um, on uh, YouTube, that uh, when you finish watching the show, there's a link underneath this video where you can go through and do a 30 second uh, quiz to figure out what's blocking you from success. Uh, make sure if you're watching this on the Mind Movies website that you uh, leave your email in the box provided so we can send you the Manifesting with the Masters video e-course. Now, my special guest today is the amazing Pat Duckworth. How are you, Pat? I'm really good, Natalie. Thank you. Uh, I'm so happy to have you here because you uh, just released a new book called Hot Women Rock. That's um, right. Which uh, I'm really excited to talk about uh, that whole project with you and some of the amazing women that you've interviewed and included in your book. Uh, but before we talk about those amazing women, how, we, how about we talk about you and your story and how you got to this point? Yeah, well, you know, for over 30 years, I worked in public service. I was in the civil service in the UK and I worked my way up through the grades. I wanted to make the best job I could of it all. And finally, I was in my mid fifties and I was working as a senior civil servant. There aren't so many women in the top civil service. So that was quite the achievement. And then I was walking through the park in central London one morning, lovely morning, Big Ben is ringing away in the background. And I just realized I was crying. Mm. That is not a good sign. <laughs> And uh, that was the moment where I thought, what's gone wrong? Why aren't I enjoying this and celebrating it? And I just realized that I was working for somebody who didn't appreciate what I did. I wasn't enjoying the work anymore. And I had this sort of unfulfilled dream. And it was just a wake up call. I knew I had to do something about it. Right. And so what was the dream? The dream was around uh, helping people through complementary therapies. I'd been interested in them for a long while and something that I know is dear to your heart, I'd been very interested in neuro-linguistic programming. And I'd started to study that on an informal basis and I had a friend who had been practicing it, learning it from the early 1980s, so quite an early adopter. And in fact, I'd had her come in and work with some of my teams doing NLP. And I thought, I really want to learn more about this. I think I could use it really well. And at that point, I decided, right, okay, I'm, this might not be my next career, but I'm going to take myself off and do some training in this. And even if I only help myself with it, it will be good. And so I went away and I signed up to do a 10-month course, weekends, one weekend a month. And I wasn't sure how I was going to find the time or the energy with all the commuting and the job, but I just thought I've got to do this. Right. And really at that point, the universe rewarded me. You know, you take the first step and the universe says, okay, now you're serious about it. And the next thing was I was offered an early retirement plan at work and I took it with both hands. Right. I know you love it how the universe like supports you like that and really kind of shoves you in the way that, uh, in the direction that you're heading anyway. <laughs> it's all so about that taking, yeah, it's all about that taking action, isn't it? You can ignore them if you want to, but as soon as you start to do something, the universe says, oh, okay, okay, now, now I'm gonna help you. Wonderful. So what was the motivation behind writing the book? 
It was to get that message out there to women who are at that midlife stage and perhaps they've realized they're not satisfied that they achieved what they thought they wanted to and then it wasn't happening for them. And a lot of women have said to me, because it's sort of six years since I started my business, they've said, wow, you've done so much. How have you done it? You know, it's, it's an inspiration. And I was just saying, you know what, if I can do this from not being an entrepreneur for all of those years to doing what I do now, then let's share that. Let's share what I did and the model that I used in order to do it. And let's see if it can help you too. Let's, you know, there's, there's no block from age to doing what you want to do. And that is really a strong message that I want to get out to women now. Yeah, because that's the thing. I, you know, I have this discussion more and more these days about, you know, women, you know, like us who are, you know, mid to, you know, mid years. Um, <laughs> but we've we've been mothers or wives or um, career women for a certain period of time, but but we have this yearning for something different. Mm -hmm. We kind of want to make a contribution or step into something bigger, um, and to do that is scary when you're at this age. Um, but it doesn't mean that it's impossible. And I think more and more women are doing it, which is obviously a testament to the to women that you have in the book as well. So tell me, uh, tell me some of the people that you, you've interviewed and some of the stories that are included in the book. There's such a mixture. You know, some of us get this prompt in different ways. So um, Anne Bennett, who I think you know, um, her prompt was um, walking down a road in New York just as the... Um, planes hit the hit the World Trade Center and having that moment of I've got to do something with my life if I've been spared this there's something that I've got to do with my life um, then there was a, a, a coach in the UK who's called Jill McCulloch and Jill had just got to that stage where the children had left home she'd got more time on her hands wanted to spend more time with her husband and he was um, a rower and she decided to take up rowing and she thought, well, I, I won't be very good at it. But now she actually competes at rowing. I saw her for the launch party. She's lost two stones. She's in amazing shape. Yeah. And as a coach herself, it's a story that she can now tell other people about, Do you know, if you want to make the change and you're committed to doing it, you can make amazing changes in your life. And again, Age isn't a barrier. She's now in her, I think she's in her early 50s. I hope that's not a secret. Um, mm -hmm. And she's in the best shape she's ever been. Mm. You know, so that is fantastic. And then we have, you know, an older lady like uh, Nancy Ogilvie, who I know, you know, who is such an inspiration, who has got to a stage in her life where she really wants to make a difference to the environment and has realized that older people have got a lot of knowledge, a lot of resource, and perhaps more time than younger people. And she's bringing these elders together with their wisdom to make a change in the environment. So really different stories and different ways of getting to that point where they wanted to make a change. Right. So do you find that there, there's been like a common thread through some of the, the stories that you have in the book? I think it's something around dissatisfaction. Mm. Um, I think for women, these midlife years are quite pivotal because you get to that stage where your hormones are changing and that starts to affect your mood. Mm. It affects your emotions. It affects your body. I think for women, it can be a real, 
wake up call to the fact that time is passing, perhaps in a way that men don't get in the same way. I know some men have midlife crises and they deal with that slightly differently. But for a lot of women, it's that moment where they think, if I'm at this stage in my life, am I happy with where I've got to? And am I happy with where it's going next? And for some, the answer is, yeah, it's pretty good. And for others, it's, this isn't where I wanted to be. I wanted to do something different. So it's something about dissatisfaction and having a bit of a dream about what you want different. Yeah, I, I agree. And, uh, and I think it's also, you know, giving yourself permission to step into something greater. Yeah, I, I, I've, got a, I've got a confession. I watched your Mind Movies webinar last night uh, on limiting beliefs. And, of course, that belief part of all this story is just so important because you might have a dream you know you've got your purpose sorted out you know what it is but your beliefs can really stop you if you think i'm too old i don't know enough it's passed me by there's not enough time those kind of limiting beliefs are really going to stop you from pursuing that dream whereas if you think I could do this. Why not? Let's give it a go. If it doesn't work out, I'll do something else. You know, that all those supporting beliefs that allow you to keep moving forward, expanding, doing something different, just so incredibly important. Yeah, no, I agree. So what do you think is some of the uh, the key things that women should know if they're if they in this place where they they want something different. They, they would like to step up and do a better version of, you know, what they do or who they are. You know, what are some, some things that they should consider? So the first one is really getting clear on their purpose. What is it that they want to achieve? Mm. What's that dream? And for some, that's really very clear. But for some women, you're going to have to spend a little bit of time and really tap into your feelings, you know. Think about some of the things you want to do and what's the emotion that comes up. Because if you're going to be an entrepreneur, you know it takes hard work, you know. It can be fun. I work more hours now than I've ever done, but I enjoy it. It's fun because I'm pursuing my purpose and that's going to keep me going. If you feel a bit half-hearted about something, that's not your dream. You know, spend some time really digging deep into what it is that will make you feel really fulfilled. That thing that when you're gone, if somebody was talking about you, if they said, oh, yeah, but you know what she achieved, you'd feel fantastic. So that would be my number one. Number two is to look at the people around you because who we spend time with is who we become. And the people that you love and are in your life before you make the change may not be the same people as are there afterwards. The people who were there before love you the way they are. They get frightened for you changing and they're going to give you messages like, well, is it really what you want to do? Do you think you should be taking it easier? You know, they're going to give you some of those limiting statements. Now, you don't need it. You know, what you need are the people who say, okay, so how are you going to do it? What's the next step you're going to take? They're going to be the people who encourage you and give you all of that support and who are going to be there to celebrate with you when it goes well. You know, I had a manager once, and I was this was before I was 50. I was about 49, something like that. And I said to him, 
I can go and study and do uh, a master's in business administration. And he went, okay, but do you think you should join an art class instead? <laughs> he was my manager. Oh, you know. what? <laughs> but you know that those people are around you at the time that you want to make change. They do get worried for you. They love you. You know, they want to protect you from stuff happening. Those are the people who won't let you grow. You need the growth people in your life. So once you've got your purpose, just look at who's around you and who you can bring into your circle. That's really going to support you and help you to grow. And yeah, I've I mean, that's, that's huge, right? Like for me, I, I agree. It's all about the support. You know, when we were studying mind movies and we were like 40 and having to learn how to build websites and do autoresponders and all those things that were so far removed from anything I've ever done before, you know, we, we came over to the US and we immersed ourselves in this world. Like our, even our social friends were, we were doing this kind of work, so we were learning the whole time. Um, and so when we, when, you know, we did the launch and it was such a hard slog, uh, we made sure that we had the right people around us who didn't just support us, um, but they knew how to give us the right advice that we needed at the time. Yeah. Really yeah, absolutely. I mean, if your best friend is a financial advisor or, you know, a venture capitalist, then listen to what they've got to say. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> but if they, you know, if their job is nothing to do with business, then when they give you advice, they're making it up, you know, mm. and they're making it up from a good place, but it's not particularly helpful. So, yeah, find those friends who really know about this stuff. Yeah, that's awesome. So where did the title come from? I've written um, three books before, and the first one was about using mind-body techniques to help with menopause. Now, menopause is not an easy subject for women to engage with. There's too many negative connotations and beliefs around it. So I called the book Hot Women Cool Solutions, and I found that women really love the title. They don't mind being a hot woman. Uh, they don't want to be menopausal. Um, so, and then I wrote cool recipes for hot women building on that. And then when I was doing this book, I thought, yeah, well, this is hot women rocking, you know, this is that whole midlife thing and you're still feeling pretty hot. Uh, so yeah, that's how it came from, from the other two books and kind of building on that. Wonderful. So if I, um, if people want to connect with you and, uh, and get their hands on the book, where can we send them to do that? So they can find the book on Amazon, Hot Women Rock by Pat Duckworth. Um, there are some free gifts, some bonus gifts to download as well, which come from my website, hotwomencoolsolutions.com. And um, there are contact details on that website. But you can email me, pat at patduckworth.com, and you will find me, and I'm only too happy to answer your queries. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Pat, for joining me today. It was an awesome, awesome talking to you, and thank you for everything that you're doing for hot women around the world. <laughs> thank you. It's been such a pleasure. It's always great to talk to you now. Awesome. So, guys, if you click on the banner to the side uh, or underneath, if you're watching this on the app, you can go straight through to Pat's website from there. Remember, if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, do the 30-second quiz underneath this video so we can figure out what's blocking you from success. And if you're watching it on the My Movies website, just leave your email so we can send you the Manifesting with the Masters video e-course. So until next time, remember to live large, choose courageously, and love without limits. We'll see you soon.